Here we are with a Valentine's Day episode. Oh my gosh, I'm kind of laughing at myself because um, this day has never really been a, a big day in my life. It's actually my brother's birthday. Shout out to Maddie. Um, and so throughout my whole life, you know, for a very long time, this day was Matt's birthday. It was the day we celebrated as a family. And so I've never put a lot of importance on Valentine's Day to mean anything. And even today, as a single woman, there are no, you know, sadness, bouts of sadness or fears or anything really percolating around for me today around not having a partner or feeling lonely. Like today really does just feel like any other day, but You know, it's funny because this whole year for me has been really about learning how to serve love. And this was not a path I consciously chose, but it has really felt like it's been a path for me of of awakening and of service and of really letting my ego die uh, a million times over. And so, you know, it's actually no accident as I was sitting here today, probably not even going to share anything on social, like just feeling pretty um, neutral and calm that some things came through for today. And I think that's how love works, right? Like love to me is the universal frequency of God, of truth, of just like the divine. I really believe like that is what love means to me. And so for me, like this whole year has been learning that. It's been actually creating my own relationship to love, which has really challenged a lot of the ways that I had seen love in the past and a lot of the ways that we are culturally taught about love. Um, Like it's been a really big redefining of love for me this year. And so, you know, of course, on a day where, you know, everyone talks about love and it becomes this day, you know, um, of course, something comes through me that love has plans to speak through me, for me to serve and share and to really reflect on the last year of my life in terms of my relationship to love. It really was one year ago where my initiation into this journey with love really began. Um, And it began with heartbreak. And um, it's been quite a paradox. And that's what's really like, it's through this paradox and through this last year, and I'm going to share sort of how this was initiated and how this kind of came to be. It's through all of this that I've really been able to actually feel what love actually feels like because it hasn't been anything that my mind has liked (laughs) or chosen. Like the number of times this year, there has been a personal um, desire or need or wanting or something come up. 
And I've asked myself, what is the most loving thing to do? Oh, there's emotion there. It's always been to do the thing that is the hardest for my human in this moment. And um, it's always been the most truthful thing. And I'm so grateful because I have had someone in my life that I have met who was my partner for four and a half years where I can feel the thread of love so um, purely kind of like running through and always have, right? And I'll, I'll, I'm going to share more about like how it was very, very muddied. But because of him and because of my commitment to honoring the actual love that flowed and flows between us, it has forced me to meet all the parts in myself that were not of love. Because it's, it's too precious to fuck up. It's too precious. It's too big for me to choose anything else. Even if that means, like, not being in each other's life, not communicating. And um, I don't think everyone gets that gift. Because without him... And without the the soul love that's there, it would be really easy for me to choose the old patterns over and over again. You know? Um, Because I... In this year, I've been seeing these patterns of myself and of mine, and I'm like, they're all over my life. (laughs) You know, any pattern that existed with him or came up in our separation or in the heartbreak uh, exists in other areas of my life. And I'm not willing, after all of these years, I'm not willing to choose these patterns over the love with him which shows me that there's like, I'm not willing to choose these patterns over the love of my life and the love that's actually possible in all areas of my life anymore. And so it's actually been the biggest, biggest gift. Um, You can tell this is there's so much tenderness in there. 
you know, they talk about breakups and about getting over someone. And um, that just is like a closure for me, you know? That's, that's not what my journey has been like at all. It's actually been like a cracking open to all of life and to myself, which has meant meeting pain. It has meant grieving. It has meant humbling experiences. It has meant It has meant making the hard choice over and over and over. And um, I have just seen how much doing that has actually cleared my system to receive in ways that I have not been able to ever. And what's just like wild is like after this year, like I can say I love myself, I love my family, I love my friends, I love his family, I love him more than I did a year ago because I am more open and I can feel love more deeply. And um, I've also seen the ways in which love has guided me to make some tough choices that a lot of some people really uh, didn't like, (laughs) you know, friendships have ended. There have been, you know, patterns and, and groups and dynamics that I'm just no longer able to participate in. Because love is truth. It is not this like buttery, flowery expression that comes at the abandonment of oneself. Ever. Oh, so, um, gosh, I don't even know where I've gone with this, but, um... Yeah, I didn't really think that there would be a lot to say today, but I actually saw the post, I thought about the post that I made last year um, on Valentine's Day before this sort of initiation, and it was all about how Valentine's Day is a day where you meet what's there, and it's actually in the meeting of what's there, right, if you can surrender to and soften to what is actually here, then you can feel the love in that. And this is a day where we always have these expectations and this pressure on what love is meant to look or be or feel like. And in that, we actually avoid being with the truth. And when you avoid being with the truth, you avoid love. Like love actually can't live in that space. Love can't live in fantasy. Love can't live in your head. And uh, little did I know when I wrote that post, you know, that that night I was um, with my partner at the time and we got into a pretty big, messy, messy conversation 
initiated and instigated all by me that had nothing to do with us or with Valentine's Day or any of that. It was something completely unrelated. Um, But what happened was that, like, it was as if that day of love and truth started to move me. I wasn't aware of it, but it was like this deep yearning that I'd had that I had been avoiding was just like, we're not waiting anymore. We're going to move through you. But instead of me seeing it and feeling it and expressing it cleanly, it, I resisted it and it just came out sideways and all my patterns came out like manipulation, um, righteousness, frustration, desperation. Like it was, it was a side of myself that I had not seen because what I had been doing for many months was actually really closing myself off. And we were in a place in our relationship where um, he had some big things going on with his own journey and growth. And we both knew he did not have the capacity or the emotional availability to truly be a committed partner. And so we had taken that off the table months before, yet we were still kind of very much each other's person. And I still very much loved him and wanted that, but because I couldn't have it and I could see that I couldn't have it, I thought I was sort of just like detaching and like just letting him do his thing. But what I was really doing was closing my heart. And on that day of love, uh, heart could no longer be closed and I opened it. And I remember it was, it was instigated by a situation, which was the first time in a long time that I'd cared about something that had to do with him. Like I let myself care. And when that opened, oh my gosh, it was messy. And what was happening was this massive emotional purge. Like I ended up sobbing. I ended up Like it was like an entity or like an energy just came like bursting through. And, um, you know, he set some boundaries that night, which were very neutral and loving and and it just triggered this like the deepest wound I had. And when that got triggered and then I like didn't get it fixed by him, the shame that came up on my behavior was like the first time in a long time I'd really felt like a lot of shame. Shame is not something I actually experience often. And it was dark. It made me want to crawl out of my skin, run away forever, and like literally never speak to him again. I was like, that's going to be the easiest solution. (laughs) Like it was like, I never want to face this. Um, And the thing about shame is in that space, if we stay there, there is no learning. And there is no responsibility. Shame and responsibility can actually not coexist. Shame and blame can coexist, but shame and responsibility cannot coexist. And so I let myself be in the shame and then I moved through it. And then I felt the responsibility and I felt the, like I saw the places and what was happening and I acknowledged it and, you know, um, but it was a big rupture for both of us. And I was angry. I was still like angry. And there was still rumblings after that. And it wasn't till the next day and the next night after a yoga and breathwork session that we actually went to together 
which was wild because we were like barely speaking and drove down together because <laughs> we had already made the plan. It was after that where things moved, where it hit me, where I could feel the truth underneath all of that crud. And the truth was, I loved him. The truth was that I deeply desired a committed, intimate, emotionally deep partnership. And the truth was I couldn't continue in the dynamic we were currently playing out. Those are all the three truths. And it was pretty simple. It was like, wow, that's what this is. Like none of that shit from last night is important at all. All of the last 24 hours has just been a distraction and like a sideways egoic manifestation of me not allowing myself to just feel this truth because when I feel this truth, the reality of that desire and that truth not being met in the way that I want it to be met was very, very uh, possible, very likely. But at that point, it was like all the fight had been gone and it just felt like there's the truth. Like I, I just, this is what it is. And um, he could not meet it and, and wasn't in a place to meet it, which I think I knew was the situation, you know. And uh, we had a very honest, painful, but honest conversation that ended our journey together in that way. Um. And then the next six months of my life were probably the hardest they'd ever been because it activated the wound, the deepest wound of abandonment. That was the wound that was literally smothering the love in our relationship, you know, from my end at least. And I mean, he had his patterns too, right? But I'm, I'm, we, it's always two, two sides and two beautiful pieces of a puzzle and a dynamic. But, you know, I'm speaking for me here because like, these are the lessons and things that have opened up for me in this process and seeing my part in all of this and seeing the ways in which I blocked love in which, in ways which I contorted and controlled and had all these preferences and like, the ways in which I didn't allow myself to receive the man he was in the relationship. And I only was able to start to feel this when I allowed myself to also feel the pain and the resentment and the anger that I had, that I had sort of pushed aside while we were together. And I had allowed my like heart to really break and to grieve that. And through that process, it was like a whole new lens was able to come over my eyes where I could just like see him and love him from afar. <laughs> but like the feeling of love feels so much cleaner and more pure. And um, it's just really funny that this all happened on Valentine's Day, you know, <laughs> like... I didn't even realize that like my journey to love started on Valentine's Day of last year until this morning. <laughs>
And the universe really works in such mysterious ways, doesn't it? And so to me, like, this is love, right? It is like letting life shape you and it's feeling all of the feels. You know, one of the hardest parts of the heartbreak wasn't about the loss in that moment, but it was with that loss that I allowed myself to actually feel the resentment and the anger and the heartbreaks that had happened throughout the relationship that I thought I had let myself feel, but I hadn't fully because I was too afraid that if I felt all of this, it would crush us or it would mean something or it would, you know, X, Y, Z. And so I half felt them and then apparently stored the other half aside inside in a back little box way in the corner. And then when the relationship was done, it was like, all right, let's pull all these boxes out and have you feel them all at the same time. (laughs) Like it was a bitch, you know, it was such a bitch. But every time after I like had the complete arc of anger to grief to opening, there was more love under there. Like none of the love has ever disappeared. Which to me is like the biggest lesson because so much of my behavior in that relationship was to try and hold on to and preserve the love that I was feeling that was there. As if that's something I would have been able to do anyway. And really it wasn't love that I was trying to hold on to. It was safety. But I told myself it was love. It felt like it was love. And now what I'm seeing is that no love is actually feels very different. It's generous. It's very, very generous. And, um... There are still times my human like grieves, you know, because we are human beings. I'm not here to be a spiritual bypassing love and light and like, oh, it's just all wonderful. It's like, no, it can also really fucking hurt to the human of you because there is that paradox, right? The paradox of the truth not always being something that you want, it doesn't make it any less true and love lives there love lives in the truth because that is what connects us and so today as a day of love right and this is kind of like the learning and the message and I want to loop back to what I shared about last year is like today isn't a day I mean, what it is and isn't is what it is is what it is. But what I think it should be, you know, like what I think that like if we were to really look at a day to celebrate love, that's a day to feel the truth between you and every person in your life and you and yourself and you and God. It's a day of seeing what is and being with that. And that's exactly what it was for me last year. And my journey is not even remotely over in terms of my relationship to love. I still got my patterns. I still got like, you know, it's a spiral. There's like layers and layers and layers. But what I can say is that the gratitude I have for 
him in being this, he is, I will, I cannot anymore. Like I cannot and will not abandon the love. And so he is the greatest teacher in that, even if it is painful for me, even if I don't get what I want. It's like, there's actually no other option with regards to him. And so that is the greatest teacher because I'm starting to see that. And it's starting to move into so many other areas of my life where that is just no longer the option. And it's not just him, right? It's like, it's the teacher of life of, I can't choose anything else anymore. This has chosen me. So, um, happy Valentine's day, peeps. (laughs) Let go of your expectations And just see if you can receive what's here. Can you receive the love in front of you? I don't care who it's with, what you're doing. But can you open yourself to it? Even if it feels a little bit scary.